0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Soccer Subs. My name is Ronnie. I'm joined here by my same Soccer Subs as episode one from last week, Hugh, Christian, and we have our new guest, Marcelo. He couldn't make it last week. So what's going on, fellas? Quick little intro round. Welcome, Marcelo, baby. Welcome, Marcelo.
1: Thank you, you, fellas. Hello, Soccer World. Very excited and happy to be here joining my fellow Soccer Subs in episode two. A little bit about myself, I'm born in Ecuador, raised in New York City, I've been living in the Bronx for the last 20 years, my favorite football, yeah, BX, (laughs) stand up, Uh, my favorite football um, soccer teams are Barcelona Sporting Club from Ecuador, and I'm a Red Devil, Manchester United all the way, so yeah, very excited to be here guys, thank
0: you, thank you. Welcome bro, welcome, happy to have you, finally to have you. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, guys. Happy to be no. here.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you, you finally joined us for this episode. I want to say thank you for yeah, everyone yeah. who has been showing us the support, man. I mean, yes, definitely. the love is real. You've seen it. You've seen it all around, and, and people are really enjoying this podcast. Obviously, as you guys know, this is Christian, your voice, the voice of the people. Um, I just You're just <laughs> happy to be here again, man. Episode two. Oh, man. I, I know you're going to get into the topics right now, Ronnie, but uh, very emotional. I don't even know how I'm here right now, but... Uh, <laughs> (laughs)
1: Uh, Happy to have you here, Hugh. What's up, baby? I know you're hurt, man.
0: (laughs) Really hurt.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm back after episode one. Uh, If you want to know more about me, make sure to check out episode one. And I don't know why you wouldn't have checked out episode one because episode one is a (laughs) banger. Because obviously, yeah. I mean, like, who wouldn't have listened to episode one? But make sure you check out episode one if you haven't. But um, yeah, I'm Hugh. I'm from New York.
0: I love soccer, and that's why I'm here. That's fair game, man. That's fair game. Let's do it. Let's do it. And by the way fellas, we got a special guest joining us later on this episode. We got the one and only Mr. Christian Vieri joining us later in the episode. <laughs> El Toro.
2: Oh man, what a great guest, man. That, that's going to be that. that's a big surprise for everyone,
1: man. Yes, man.
0: Wow! Can't wait for to have him later. And fellas, let's let's start it off. Let's get right into it. What to say, man? It's been a crazy, crazy week in the Champions League. I know we're I know like the soccer fans are eager to just get into the whole Barca versus Bayern eight to two. We're definitely gonna get into that, <laughs> mm-hmm. fellas. We gotta talk about the Atalanta PSG game. We gotta talk Atlético Leipzig, the Lyon Man City. So let's get it. Let's talk. Let's start it off with the Atalanta PSG. Uh, Hugh, what's going on, bro? Start it off.
3: Yeah, I mean Atalanta PSG obviously a tight game. Um, Atalanta got into the lead pretty early on in the game, and it didn't look like PSG were going to be able to play through them. Atalanta were playing good football, but then right at the end of the game, obviously Marquinhos equalized it, and then Chupomoteng what a scored a winner. And I think that's yeah, his. I think that's his second game in a row scoring a game winner. Yeah, what yeah, oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> and he's. I mean he's he's one of those players who you don't usually think of when you think of PSG, but obviously he was really instrumental. Christian, what are your what were your thoughts on that game?
2: I mean, you have two tales, you know. I saw an Atalanta team who was very compact, very good in an elaboration of plays. Uh, they were doing really good until the 90th minute, to be honest. Uh, they were playing great football, being able to pass the ball uh, from midfield to the offensive part of their field. Uh, I, I, I didn't think that was going to happen, but I also knew that when you have so much talent on the bench and then you're able to use them in the last 20, 30 minutes of the game, you're going to expect something. Is 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 just... That powerful, the talent that they have, I mean, Draxler, Mbappé, who had to go in, I know we were talking about it in the chat, these are difference makers, and Neymar was able to kind of like have some, someone to fall, uh, some backup. Because you saw in the first half, he was trying everything he was playing his best game, but the same thing when you started start running from the midfield, whether it 's dribbling uh, or passing long balls, you know he was tired when he got to the last uh, to the box to the eighteen because he was doing everything, so he he i mean i 'm not trying to make an excuse for all the misses, but uh he was frustrated he was carrying the team by himself, but when those three guys came in, uh, I think the game changed and, and then you know, you really can't fall asleep on a team like PSG because they're just so powerful, so talented.
3: Yeah. Spe- speaking of, uh, sorry, be- Marcelo. Before you you share your part on this game, just wanna. Well, oh, sorry. Just wanna bring something up that Christian mentioned. Neymar obviously had a great game. Actually, broke the record for the most dribbles completed in a Champions League match. My goodness. Wow. I mean, you think so like,
1: something else?
3: Yeah. With, in a in a counter attacking team like PSG, he he's making. You know, a record like that, I think that's crazy. But Marcelo, definitely chip in. What did you think of that game?
1: Yeah, um, real quick. Yes, honestly, we're going to see a hungry Atalanta team coming from a hot streak, scoring five-plus goals in Champions League, also in Serie A. They gave, you know, Juventus and Inter Milan a good run for the title. You know, they came close. Good luck to them for next season. But like Chris said, Neymar was doing, basically Neymar was doing everything by himself. I think it was a very, very first half, very frustrating. I think Mbappe is a game changer. I think and, and enable, it enabled better chemistry with Neymar. So I guess these guys came off. They came off, they pulled the rally, and you can see the qu- the quality class of Neymar. And like you mentioned, breaking that record, it, it, it says something. It really means a lot. To have this type of player inside PSG organization,
2: he yeah. know he's a leader. He know he's leading this team
1: uh, yeah, to a absolutely. possible championship,
3: and that's a that's a big difference from the Neymar we saw at
1: the 2014
3: World Cup, who you know obviously was the talisman of Brazilian football, but wasn't able to really command the team like he should have. I mean, obviously the injury against Colombia, you know, didn't help that. But Neymar, sure. I think, has, has developed into a, an amazing leader, but also an amazing player. I still think, I mean, I, I still would say he's the third best player in the world. I
0: agree. Yeah, you definitely, sure.
1: definitely top three. Mm-hmm.
0: And fellas, for me, I mean, shoot, what a game with Atalanta PSG. Just that kind of like last minute to win the game. Uh, first of all, huge huge shout out to Atalanta. They definitely yes, bought it. Yes, they definitely, definitely, they bought the energy. And I love that. Thank you. I feel like it could have been anyone's game, really, all the way through yeah. the second half. Yeah, it was a um, tough game. But, yeah, like you guys said, you know, Mbappe was a difference maker. And, I mean, I'm just going to kind of point out that the fact that Mbappe's coming off an injury right now. I actually wasn't even expecting to see yeah. Mbappe uh, was to really come through. off. I think that was risky. But, man, if that's the risk that, that it took to get PSG yeah, over the hump. Yeah, they needed it.
1: They needed and, it. Uh, off.
0: For sure, bro. So, I mean – Shout out to PSG. Also, don't count out PSG, man. I mean, mm-hmm. they got Neymar, even though, you know, he was kind of, he was definitely struggling throughout the game, but big shout out to Atalanta. I was so, yeah, just like the quality of the game, of the game, quality of the game was amazing to me. So shout out to Atalanta, but amazing game, amazing win by PSG. All right, fellas, let's bring it over to Atletico versus Leipzig. He started that one off.
3: All right. I'll get more tactical with this one because I didn't really talk too much about tactics with the PSG game. Uh-huh. Obviously, a lot of people will let you know that Leipzig like to play this really free-flowing, long balls, crossing, uh, switching the play, playing it around the back. They love to play this flowing football, and you think that was a really interesting prospect, especially coming up against a team like Atleti, who sort of try to they try to kill your football by suffocating you with their formation, and. Diego Simeone has been really good at that, especially against big teams like Barcelona and La Liga, um, where they forced a draw out of them. But I don't think they really got into their rhythm, Atleti, because Leipzig just kept playing around their formation, kept forcing balls down the wings. They kept forcing balls across the pitch, and they would take advantage of space where Atletico was trying to close down space in the middle. And I think that's what really led up to that first goal, For Leipzig, but I think the second goal was a really, really big example of loss of morale in the game because Mm. the Uh Atletti's defense all track back, all four track back, but you have a a fullback in Tyler Adams. By the way, shout out to Tyler Adams from upstate. Yes, American baby. Yeah. New York. American dream. (laughs) Um, But Tyler Adams, a fullback who made a run into the center of the park and was able to hit a ball right at the top of the D. Why was he able to do that? Because these midfield didn't track back and he was able to make a run straight right. in through and he was he was in open like he was in acres of space. He had time to take the shot. And obviously it took a bit of a lucky deflection. Yano Black probably would have saved it. But still, these tactics Atleti are always a tactical team, but this time Diego Simeone just got he just got beaten. He was he was thoroughly beaten by by Leipzig and and Leipzig just played better football that game. And and anyone who tells you that Atleti deserved that win or anything like that didn't watch the game. Leipzig outplayed them. They outscored them. They didn't outpossess them, but they were much better with the ball when they had it because technically they were so much more sound than atleti was i mean christian what what do you what did you think about that game I,
2: I think you hit it right in the nail they, they they were playing one touch football which i haven't seen before maybe like you like you were talking about the other episode like the barcelona from from almost 10 years ago i was really really surprised by the light team a, a lot of a lot of compact a lot of elaboration but the way that they were just attacking Atletico, it was so impressive. I mean, who are the physical trainers of this team? The, like, is the guy from, uh, from Rocky Four, <laughs> the, the Russian guy? Who's training these guys? They never stop running. Bro, you, you have everyone, even on the goal where Tyler Adams score, is a one-touch football run on the wing, crossing it to the middle. It, I mean, when, when, when Atletico Madrid is scoring the penalty, I still knew that Leipzig was going to win. Just because they gave you that energy straight from uh, from the first minute, you had a formation a three four three a three five one, changing it back and forth, and you can see the lines, the defensive lines and the midfield line, just so well put together. They didn't give Atlético the the space to counter. Their, their, their football style, like they, they always use. And, and they always track back whenever they, you had Carrasco or, or you had any runs from Lodi. like They, 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 they were able to maintain these, uh, the, the, the football attacking style of Simeone. Really, really surprised by, uh, by Leipzig. I think I didn't count them to win this game. I definitely didn't count them. But after seeing uh, how they play today, uh, I was I was really amazed, and I think they they they're they're gonna be interesting to watch in the semifinal. I don't know. I mean, y- you can you can I know you mentioned Hugh. You mentioned about um, U- Upamencano, Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Jeez. man of the you, match. Yeah, you, you, man of the match, bro. And he's what? He's <laughs> like like twenty. How old is this kid?
3: Yeah, Diego Costa in his pocket. I mean, Diego Costa couldn't get he yeah, couldn't get he, a touch yeah. on the ball. He couldn't. He couldn't.
2: He, he, he was all around. Like, I know he playing uh, uh, as a center mid, uh, kind of like starting to play, almost like, you know, starting from the center backs. And, and he, couldn't, he couldn't get anything. Actually, Diego Costa had to be switched off because he just wasn't producing
1: what, what, what Simeone thought he could. Yeah, the Diego Costa-Marcos Llorente combination wasn't working for Atletico Madrid. I'm not going to say Simeone's boys let him down. I just feel like the midfield and the defense wasn't really there. When Hector Herrera came off and Joel Felix went in the pitch, I, gave, I think it gave, it gave Electigo a little bit more breather, a little bit more possession. He was able to score, tie the game, but like, like Hugh said, it, it was just amazing how these long balls, the high possession Leipzig had, and congratulations for them once again. It, it wasn't really there, and it was – I'm sorry, it was there for them. And you could see on the second goal, and congratulations for Adams for scoring. You can see that the midfield Coke was very, very, very slow in coming back. So mm-hmm. you know, I think for next season, I, I guess Electico will have to go back to the board. Shout-outs to Simeone. I, he's a he's a heck of a he's a defensive coach. And I guess I guess just his midfield wasn't there. And Alvaro Morata, I guess didn't didn't try. He tried a little bit to try a little bit to make the team a little bit more life at the end inside the box, but it was it wasn't there really.
2: No, what I saw a lot is that when when it comes to Red Bull, they they kind of pushed Atlético to play in the middle, and that's when they were intercepting the ball. So you can see the shifts. It was it wasn't like you were watching a, a yeah, rectangular were form. Man, yeah
1: they had them. They had them each each position. It's it's like they read their blueprint. You know, they yeah. went out yes. there. They they know what they they needed to do, and they did it. And congrats to them.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, but sure. uh, definitely big big props to
3: Joao Felix. Who, yeah. Who
2: definitely yeah, really man. I was very game.
1: excited to see him, man. I like that kid. You know, very excited. Wonderful player to 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 watch.
3: And just before we move on to the next game, because I know we really have to speed this things up a little bit. But um, I think Atlético were really damaged by the fact that they weren't the underdogs in that game. I think Atlético really, really grow from being underdogs. They really perform well when they are underdogs. And so yeah, it's the picture of you know David versus Goliath. Atlético is a small team, but. It wasn't. To, it wasn't to be. I mean, Leipzig were the sure. underdogs, and they took it.
0: For sure. You know, I think. I think did. I'm actually gonna nitpick a little bit from all you guys. Yeah. Uh, on paper, I thought Atletico was gonna take this game an easy two to one on their side, but I don't think I saw the energy from Atletico. Um, I think coke said this in the post game interview, but um, mm-hmm. he said I'm obviously in Spanish, but he just said I f- he felt like like the Red Bulls were just hungrier. They they yeah. bought the energy. Yeah. They bought the attack and. I feel like Atletico was pretty much one step behind at all times. Uh, And like Christian said, even when the score was 1-1, I had a feeling like Leipzig was going to pull through. I wish Jao Felix would have started, in my opinion. But like Christian said, or Marcelo said, uh, he was a difference maker and he made an impact coming in. But I don't know if by then it was too late. But still a big shout-out to Diego Simeone. But a bigger shout-out to uh, Dani Olmo and Tyler Adams, the American I think he, he definitely made a name for himself on this game. And, uh, dude, Absolutely. What, a, what a game on that one. All right, fellas, let's move on to Lyon versus Man City. 3-1. Oof, Lyon taking that <laughs> one. Yeah, Christian, start that one off.
2: I mean, I'm I'm happy that uh, you you left Barcelona for last. Oh, we so, have to. <laughs> I, I I I'm gonna spend like 20 <laughs> minutes on that segment. <laughs> uh, no, I mean Lyon doing it, doing everything that they're doing is pl- similarly like what they did with Juventus. You know, they they know they pick their times to attack, and they can be very very dangerous. Uh, I I don't. Uh, m- maybe Hugh, you can help me out with their names, but uh, certain players that that really make a difference in that team number 6 uh, i think it's marcelo marcelo 620 mm-hmm. and 27 yeah. and and yeah. and they have you have these two great defenders one uh, left back and uh, and and the 27 what's his name Corneille corne uh, yeah. yeah he dude he was he he's the, he's the, he's the reason why they were able to maintain such a good form uh, defensively and and, and attacking uh, but more than anything this goes to tell you, back to Real Madrid, the mistakes. The mistakes were one of the biggest parts of this game. I mean, you had uh, Edison, uh, who, who, who just, you know, who, who should have who not made that run. You already saw that the city defender was, uh, was, was covering the guy who was going to shoot the ball. He actually uh, uh, blocked the shot. But you know, you have the goalie coming out midway. You're gonna be you're gonna be caught uh, empty-handed, and he he you know, twenty-seven just just was just so smart to make those runs and get the shot in. Um, and then on the on the on the second goal, I, I have no I don't know if Laporte uh, tripped or he was tripped by Dembele, but uh, it's it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate because before that you had Sterling who had an open shot. And couldn't score that in. I just, I mean, yeah, this is going to remember everything. that for the rest of his life, man. It's going to yeah. hurt him. Yeah, that, that was the point of the game. I mean, you you were still in the game. And you can't miss yeah, an open I mean, shot like that, bro. I mean.
1: It happens to, even to the best, I guess. Yeah,
2: right? yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, Sterling, Sterling was the soul of City because he's the one that with his movements... He was able to create passes, shots, but it, 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 it just—you know—when it comes to to, to finishing the, the the clinical side of him, he always leaves me some doubts. And I think one of the biggest uh, uh, presentations of that was 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 on Saturday's uh, showing.
3: You see, I, I disagree with you about the soul of the city team, and I know we got to really wrap things up on this game, but um, <laughs> I think the, the the heart and soul of City during that game was Garcia, the center back. Um, okay. He was, he was the only center back on that first goal. He was the only center back who tracked that run from Toko Akambi. He was the only one who followed hey, him. That, that's a guy, yep. Laporte yep. stayed, La stayed up the field. Um, like, Yal Kancelo didn't drop back. No, uh, Kyle Walker didn't follow his man. Cornet nope. was Kyle Walker's <laughs> man didn't follow him. Eric Garcia was the I only guy who tracked back. And without him, City would have been lost.
2: I agree. He, he's the one, yeah, I said, that's the one. He's the one that blocked the shot. And then uh, in the rebound, uh, Cornet just gets, you know, gets an open shot. And, and you know, unfortunate for, for, for Garcia. But uh, you're right. we are right on cue with that. Uh, I, I KDB did, did his best. You know, he's always given a, a good game through the middle with runs, through dribbling and passes. He even scored a nice, beautiful goal, which is just a, a, an amazing world-class finish. Uh, but, you know, the, you needed the whole team to show up and they, they, they you know, it, it, they seem much different than uh, the previous game with Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, I guess it's just been a crazy week, you know, the week of the underdogs. And, yeah, real quick, I, I guess if I'm a, a City fan, I, I guess I might feel a little bit disappointed because, you know, you expect a little bit more. You know, you have a team like City that has a coach like that, you know, a uh, um an organization such as them and you know you have players like Gabriel Jesus, Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, you expect a little bit more, but it wasn't it wasn't there. And like I said, it's just been a crazy, crazy week of the underdogs. Congrats, Leon.
0: Yes sir, <laughs> yes sir. And fellas for me, oh man, where do I even start with this one? Um first of all, I'm not a Man City fan, but I'm kind of disappointed on their performance. But huge shout out to Leon on that on that win. Jeez, I think for Lyon, I love their passing game. And I feel like this team has chemistry that can actually... I mean, I I think, you know, right now, they're probably going to be in trouble against Bayern. But I think they could put up a good match against Bayern Munich uh, Mm -hmm. going forward for the next game.
1: Yeah, let's see if they they have that same hunger in the next game. It's going to be tough, tough.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Defense versus attack. Exactly. But I I feel like this team... Uh, has, again, the hunger. You think the, it's going to surprise you? The chemistry. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I'm think? sticking, I'm think, sticking to my episode <laughs> one predictions. Please, I, please, let's
1: gamble a little bit. Throw the dice. Nah, I'm Bayern's going th- to win the whole thing. I'm
0: sticking to my episode one prediction, PSG Bayern for the final. But, uh, dude, no, really, really yeah. excited. Yo, Lyon is a fun team to watch, man. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Pep Guardiola. It's not very often that we see, a like, a 3-1 loss like that. Uh, where Man City kind of also felt like the team was definitely a little behind, but yeah, they were favorites. Right, right. All right, fellas, we got to get into the big one. I know the soccer fans have been waiting for this one. Barca Bayern, eight to two. <sighs> what a game! Also, <sighs> I think I want to make this a two-parter. Was this Just... a basketball game? Was this a basketball <laughs> game? <laughs> I think I'm gonna make this a two-parter. Oh, oh the I mean, I, I, game. Wow. aside aside from eight to two, do we think we possibly could have seen the last of Messi at Barcelona? So, Cristian, your boy Messi started off. Well,
2: this is a good moment to say thank you to all the fans. This is, uh, we're wrapping up the show. Um, I, 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 I don't want, I didn't want to, I didn't want to remember this, but I'm glad that I'm talking here two two days after that. Was it, is it two days now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I know I spoke with Hugh right after the game <laughs> and, and I just, I was paralyzed. You know, I, I think I was, I was so disappointed more than anything because I didn't see the competitiveness, the competitiveness that I, I usually see from, 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 from big teams. And it was It was a total disaster. I mean, again, Hugh, you mentioned it on on, on the first episode how the second half, Barcelona, was just a a completely horrible disaster. And and I think from the first minute, you already saw how many mistakes the people uh, in the team were doing. All of them, all of them. They couldn't. The, the, the Barcelona style of play is building up uh, from, from, from the defensive line to, to the attacking line, right? Tiki-taka a little bit and then and, and, and finding movements by Semedo. But they couldn't do that. And, and you started from Ter Stegen, who couldn't distribute the ball to anyone. I, I've never seen such a bad game for my mm-hmm. goalkeeper. And I'm not talking about saving. I'm talking about mm-hmm. be playing uh, with the ball at his feet. It was just, it, nobody could control the ball. There was no triangulation be, between the players. There, you didn't see any, anything from, from what you usually used to see from Barcelona. It was very disappointed. I know that, uh, you know, people complain, like, where's Messi? Where's the character? But remember, this is the guy
1: that you So you need? think that maybe age factor could be, you know, like maybe Barcelona needs to rebuild again? Mm. Like you have I, a Messi in oh, his early mid-30s. Piquet, Pique, yep, yeah, yeah, you know, Busquets. You know, the, I'm not saying these guys they need to retire, but I'm saying like I think you know, Munich. It was just too fast. It was like a Formula mm-hmm. One race right there. Um, Piquet should have retired. It, sorry, Piquet should have
2: retired three years ago, bro. Piquet <laughs> should have retired three years ago because he he uh, season after season from the last two three years. What I've seen from him, hey, he's nothing without Puyol. P- kind of like Puyol was kind of <laughs> like his, his leader. And, I, I, and seeing him, he, you know, Barcelona, when, when they were attacking, you had Semedo all the way on the wing, mm. and, and you can't always expect him to track back. So yeah. there you have the leadership of a central defender like Piquet, who's supposed to cover that spot or Sergio Roberto coming to pick up that spot and he doesn't say anything. Mm. So he's not doing anything and he's not saying anything. So there's no leader in that defensive line. And he just looks horrible season after season. And I'm happy that he said, oh, it was so hard for him to say, you know, I think it's, it's, if, it's if it needs if it needs to be done, I, I think I will leave Barcelona. Yeah, you should have done that three years ago, bro.
3: But, but you know who can't say that? You know who can't say that? Bartomeu. Bartomeu will not leave Barcelona. He's, he's a clown. He's an idiot. Yep. I mean, he should not be in charge <laughs> of that football club. His board and his, him, they all need to leave. I mean, I'm a Madrid fan. I'm a hardcore Madridista. But I will tell you, every day of the week, Bartomeu is ruining that club. He's not doing good business. He's buying players at ridiculous expenses, and he's putting them on the bench. I mean, Antoine Griezmann, Felipe Coutinho... Usman Dembele, sure Dembele has injuries, but those are three of the most expensive players the world has ever seen. He's putting him on the bench. Come on, it's ridiculous. No. He's buying.
2: Absolutely.
3: Yeah, and and Marcelo, I know you started talking about this earlier. Um, with with the Formula One analogy, to quote one of my favorite players, Karim Benzema, Bayern Barca was Formula One versus go karting, and you don't compare the two. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it Absolutely. was. Absolutely. It was horrible.
1: Mario Car versus Formula One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> listen, Alphonse Davy Davis janabri mm-hmm. The speed was too much for Barcelona, and when you have a guy like Alphonse davis speed, you think a Pique is gonna be able to stop him? It was too much for sumetto too. I think at least two or three goals was on sumetto but like you guys said, I don't know. What well, What are your thoughts? Well, who you guys think should? Should be the new president in Barcelona. What what needs to you know change? You think awesome. it has to start from the top? That I mean needs to leave. I mean like Chris, if you want to jump in, you know you're a huge Barca fan.
2: No, no. I mean Hugh, Hugh. Hugh we talked to Hugh. Uh, I talked to Hugh for 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 quite a while, and I know that Bartomeu has issues. <laughs> the executive board at Barcelona have no clue what they're doing. I mean, I just saw the rumor that Titi Henry was supposed to – was coming uh, as, a, uh, as a coach for <laughs> Barcelona. Who, who makes the decisions that's there, bro? <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah. wow. Well, me, and Ronnie, me, and
2: Ronnie, me and Ronnie can manage that team and win more championships than they will ever do. Seriously, here the soccer subs team can just manage that team and do a much better job Yo, than that. I,
0: I gotta jump in on this one. So what a what a performance by Bayern. I mean, let alone just not even let's not even take into account the, the eight goals, but Bayern just overall looked like a well-oiled machine here. And mm-hmm. I think the analogy of Formula One versus Go-Kart is a good one because Bayern just put the pressure. And they ran all over that defense. They ran all over Salerno, Piquet, Jordi Alba. Uh, it's like they were, in the second half, it's like almost like, like if they were non existent past the 50, 60th minute. Dude, and big shout out to Alfonso Davies on that one. Uh, this kid yeah, is solidifying man. himself. I mean, we expected yes, but- at least a goal or two at a Barca, so. But, dude, I think they just need him more. There's a bright
1: future, man. I think he's going to yeah. be the the best and the most expensive in that position, man. I, yeah. I'm excited to see what he brings next season.
0: For sure. And, dude, yeah. and, and my, my, kind of my last point on this game, Antoine Griezmann, dude, I actually felt like he should have started. Like, I feel like these me, are the games that too, you, you, you pay I, I, the big I, bucks yeah. for for games like this. And you start so, Vidal. And you start <laughs> that. And, I mean, good, that's yeah, not I, even, I, I totally let's not even start. <laughs> let's not even start with that. Yeah. On the bench. Yeah. We got to bring up uh, Vidal's comments on saying, hey, you're not just playing any Bundesliga yeah. game. here. You're playing, against you're playing Barcelona, the best, the best oh, team man, in the world. Oh, man, that came back quickly to him. <laughs> but, dude, yeah. uh, he got he got that yellow, yeah. too, for just kind of mouthing the ref, too. Um, yeah. I saw, so, like,
1: comments we, like, yeah, you – the best Bundesliga team beat you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, dude, I was, just, I was just kind of uh, kind of like as a two-parter, could we be seeing the last of Messi at Barcelona? I know a report came out that uh, Messi oh, has kind um, contacted so. – I think so. um, the club about I think, probably this departure. Yeah, what, what I, would that mean? I, I mean, I before think one there's all
1: speculations. A... Speculations. He already, uh, I think, he signed a contract until like twenty yeah. twenty two, something but, like that. I'm not. But,
3: but my, my go thing. Ahead, go Go ahead. I, I mean, Barcelona has been an, in has been a crumbling team for the past four years, we've seen yeah. it throughout the past four years. They've lost big games and. You know, at least with Luis Enrique, people have, you know, they've put plaster over the wound. They put a Band-Aid over it. But now it's like they're trying to put Band-Aids over bullet holes. It's not working. They can't fix this really, really broken team. I mean, when you're starting five players over the age of 30 in in a Champions League quarterfinal Mm -hmm. against one of the youngest teams in Europe, you can't do that. You cannot do that. And, You you know, I think Messi has said he will leave the club if the board doesn't change. And I think, I don't think that's an empty threat. Leo Messi's a man of his word. I think if the board doesn't change, Leo Messi will leave. He's a mm-hmm. man of dignity. He's a man of honor and he will leave that club. But also just real quickly, I, I think a lot of people are giving semedo and Ter Stegen a lot of flack for that game. I think if, if, if I'm being honest, I think they were two of the most instrumental parts to why it wasn't like 12-2. semedo was embarrassed in the first half and he put his work weight up all the way. His, his right-handed – his right-sided partner who was supposed to be backing up, Sergio Roberto, didn't do anything. Messi stopped going over to the right wing after about the 40th minute, right? Players were not moving over and helping Semedo. And then Ter Stegen distributes the ball poorly once or twice because Bayern's pushing play out to the wings. And then people get mad at Ter Stegen, and Ter Stegen brings up his work rate. Everyone else's work rate, work, work, work rate went down. And to quote Pique, es una vergüenza. it's a
0: shame. Like it is, it's, it's time funny. for new blood, he said. It's time for yeah. new blood, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's obvious. If,
1: it, if your own player is saying that, it's then it's pretty obvious yeah. what you need to do out, over there at Barca.
0: All right, fellas. Yeah, well, yeah, we actually got to kind of start wrapping it up for our guest. We got Mr. Christian Vieri, El Bobo yes. Vieri, joining us in the next few minutes. Oh Excited my to have him. <laughs> I mean, this is probably one of our biggest guests. Episode two, though, we had to do it big for the fans. Mm -hmm. So, fellas, let's kind of bring it over to Mr. Christian Vieri. All right, ladies and gents, we got a big, big, big guest in the building today. He's a former Serie A and La Liga player. He's played for big clubs such as Inter Milan, Juve, Lazio, just to name a few. He's played for the Italian national team. He's played with some of the biggest stars out there, such as Del Piero, Totti, just to name a few. Ladies and gentlemen, let's please welcome a big legend, Mr. Christian Vieri. Thank you. you bello, bello. <laughs> <laughs> Vieri. How are you guys? How are you, Mr. Vieri? Thank you so Pleasure much for joining. Yes, thank you for your time you today.
4: Guys are in one, you guys are in one of my favorite cities, New York.
0: Yes, sir. Ah, that's right. Great, great. You're always welcome. You're Stop always welcome by when, come you, to- know. when you- I know. I will camp. come soon,
4: very soon. When uh, it's a bit easier to come there, I'm going to be coming.
0: We'll, we'll be here waiting for to you. to have you here. Yes, sir, Mr. Vieri. So I'll just kind of start it off very quickly. Okay. We first wanted to ask you, how's everything been? How's your family doing? We know we're just in the middle of a pandemic, and I know Italy yeah. was hit pretty hard with the whole COVID-19. We just wanted to ask you, how have you been? How are you keeping busy? And uh, we hear your, well, we see on Instagram, you've been promoting a beer company. So we definitely want to hear about that too.
4: Oh, yeah. So first thing, <laughs> uh, big COVID-19 hit the world, you know. So um, I think after China, we would probably uh, hit after, uh, straight away after China. Uh, it was a big, big, uh, how do you say, crisis here. It was a big everything because, you know, no one, no one was waiting for this, this virus, you know. No one was expecting it, you know? So we got hit very bad. Uh, but I have to say that, you know, we stayed in the house, you know, 95% of the people, mm-hmm. 70 days nearly, you know? 70 days is, uh, is, is yeah. very, very long, you know? it drive you crazy. And I think, you know, the Italians showed that, you know, uh, you know, because it's not easy to tell people to stay home and not go out for, for at least two months. You know, people exactly. got to work. People have to have families. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. For I sure. think we did an amazing job. An amazing job. 60, 70 days is a very, very long time. And I have to say that, you know, the Italians this time, they showed respect for each other, respect for the country. And I think that, you know, they, we, we did amazing. Uh, the, the pandemic hit the whole world, you know. Now you guys.
0: For sure. In Florida America, and California. Uh, Florida,
4: hard. yeah. You know, so, it's, you know, they're getting hit very hard. But you know, America is a big place. They're gonna they're gonna know how to react. You know, uh, it's gonna take time. You know, you gotta be very careful going out, going around, because you can catch it very easy. You know,
1: right. so
4: you know the whole world's understanding it now after a couple of months. You know, so I th- I think that you know around Europe it's a except for Spain where it's very st- it's still high. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going down, so, you know, at least, you know, we're starting to be okay. We have some problems in France, England, uh, Spain, but other places in Europe are okay, you know. So, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's going to take time. You know, people just have to be careful when you go around, you know.
0: For sure, for sure. And, Mr. Uh, Vieri, did you want to just quickly touch on the beer company or just kind of how you've been keeping busy? What's this whole beer, well, uh, bomb beer that we hear about?
4: Yeah, I work a lot on the social. So three days ago, no, choose last Tuesday, two days ago, we, I started this beer company. It's called Bomber, but with beer to eat at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we're on the e-commerce now, and you know people have already called us from from the from the United States.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, good stuff.
4: Yeah, all over all over Europe. Yeah, I think from Miami, uh, all over Europe. You know, so it's uh, it's the beer is the thing is that the bottle is very nice it's it's not a normal beer bottle, you know so i said mm-hmm. you are going to do something we're going to do something uh, something strange something that is not going to be like a normal beer so we did this white beer and uh, it's called bomb beer written in red and gold and you know it's uh it's very nice i tasted it i said listen i'm not a drinker but it has to be very light you know
0: of course so yeah.
4: <laughs> so men and women can drink it you know so it's very it's very light and you know we come out to to two days ago and it's it's been a big success already in two days you know so Um. let's see what happens in the future. Uh, Yeah,
2: please, uh, Mr. Vieri, make sure that uh, we get some of that beer back here (laughs) in the U.S. Can't wait to try it. (laughs) Maybe maybe that helped me score more goals, you know.
4: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to score goals, you got to drink water, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, yeah, yeah.
1: Very responsible. A lot of training, a lot of training.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us here today. We're really, truly blessed with your presence. Um, One of the most fascinating things, you're a man of many ventures. Uh, I, I noticed that during quarantine, you also came out with this new song, uh, Una Pita da Bomere, which is catchy, fun, has a little bit of that Miami style. Uh, tell us how, how that project come about.
4: Well, you know that I have, uh, I did this song with my, two of my ex-teammates from Inter Milan, you know, from Adani and Ventola. And they you know, we're like brothers. So, uh, you know, I, I DJ a lot in Italy. So, you know, when we go around, they always come with me, you know. So, Universal... Of, of Italy, they called us. They said, listen, we, we want to do a song with you guys. I said, listen, I can't sing eh? I'm not a singer, <laughs> you know. I am capable music. But, you know, Ventola is a very, very good singer. So with Adani, you know, we did this video clip, but it's a fun thing. It's just, you know, to have fun, to make people laugh, you know, to make people smile. So, you know, we did this nice song. Universal were, were amazing with us. And uh, we did a video clip at my house in Tuscany. And, uh, you know, it was very, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's a very easy song. It's, it's, you know, it it makes you smile, no? So it's Mm -hmm. in the summer. It's a summer song. So we did it. And uh, we've had already, I think, two million views on YouTube. And one million on Spotify, something like that, you know? So, you know, it's, you know, we're not singers. So, you know, it's it's a lot of people (laughs) that are following us. You know, we have a big following because, you know, we're all ex-soccer players, you know? So you guys know how how Europe is with soccer, you know, and they tie-in. So it was, it was a fun thing to do.
2: It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was very fascinating. Um, so you're a man of many projects. Well, I, what I wanted to ask you, what are some other projects that you have in the future? And this is like a little bit of a two-party question. Um, you know, we have seen uh, Cannavaro, uh, Gennaro Gattuso, now Andrea Pirlo being managers. When will we have a chance to see Mr. Christian Vieri managing a soccer team?
3: Well,
4: listen, I was supposed to do the, the, the course, this uh, the license, get my license mm-hmm. last uh, last May, but the COVID broke, you know, came out. So in the Italian Federation, they stopped everything. And they're saying that maybe October, November, they're going to start the, 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 the coaching course, you know. So I would like to do that because, you know, I've, I've had a lot of requests and I haven't even got the license, you know. So uh, it's, it's not easy. It's a very, very hard sure. job. Uh, you know, I think it's probably the worst job in all of the sports. You know, coaching because
1: <laughs> it's when very tough.
4: you know you've got 25, pressure. yeah, you got 25, 30, 40. You know, NFL you got 60, 70 players. When you win the game, it's the players. When you lose, it's your fault. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's I always say to like because I speak with my ex-coaches, I always say it's a no-win, no-win situation. Whatever you, do, you don't win. You know, so you're probably the the, the, the person that gets all the blame. You know, and you get fired. You know, so it's not an easy job. Uh, I've I've did a lot of things in you know in the since I've stopped playing. I worked for Bean sports in Miami for five years, and now I you know if I have the time, you know, and uh, they're gonna do the license, the the license, the coaching. I might probably go go get it and so then you know, then see what happens.
2: No, I think that'll be a great opportunity, and a lot of people, a lot of teams can learn a lot from uh, El Todo Vieri.
4: Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I, I, I would love to coach in America because I love America. You know, I love the Americans. Mm-hmm. I love the way they live. And, you know, the, <laughs> even if you got NFL, NBA, you know, uh, other sports, you know, the, the MLS, all the stadiums are full. So, you know, it's, it's, it's big. It's big. It's definitely growing of over course, of mm-hmm. course, you know, you haven't got the quality that, you know, we have here. Of course, course you don't have that, you know, but it's normal. It's not going to grow in three, four, five years. It's going to take centuries to get the quality that people have in Europe and that. But, you know, the stadiums are full. They're they're fun games to watch, you know, and uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens. You never know what what the future tells you.
1: Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Excellent, Chris. Uh, It's Marcelo here. Ciao, Chris. Known to a lot of people in South America as El Toro Vieri, the Bull. Welcome. Bienvenuto. Um, Where are you from? Ecuador, no? Ecuador to Ecuador.
4: Okay. I I scored two two goals against you guys. Yes, (laughs) we'll we'll get that. We'll get that to later. It it was fun watching
1: you, but (laughs) it hurts. Mr. Vieri, I just wanna to touch a little bit uh, on the Zuri national squad. I know it was uh, uh, heartbreaking for a lot of Italians and for a lot of soccer fans, not seeing Italy qualify for the last World Cup at Russia. Um, now the Zuri is in um, rebuilding process. So if you can elaborate a little bit, uh, what can we expect as soccer fans from this new and young team and what um, key players can make a huge difference or a valuable impact to, um, to lead Italy back to a World Cup qualification.
4: Okay. So, you know, you guys know what soccer means to the Italians, to the mm-hmm. Brazilians, mm-hmm. to the Germans, you know. I always say one thing that when you know, when the World Cup's on, the three jerseys that, you know, if you're walking around and you see a TV and you see the blue shirts, you know it's, it's Italy. When you see the yellow one, you know it's Brazil. And the white ones, mm-hmm. you know it's Germany. I always mm. say that, you know. Even if Correct. you're not watching the game, you walk around, you see the color of the shirt, you know which team it is. So Italy is Italy's born to play World Cups and win World Cups, you know? So when we don't qualify to go to Russia, it's, it's a disaster. Like, you know, people, people are waiting for the Euros and the World Cups, you know? People Correct. love the Italian team. People yes. go crazy. Right so it was a big, big, huge disaster. Uh, the federation did one good thing. They got Mancini. Okay, Roberto Mancini, well, you know, he was my idol, and I I when I was growing up, so you know, I ended up playing with him. I ended up being one of his, his players because he coached me in Inter Milan, you know, he's one of my best friends. So I told him it was about six, seven months ago, I said you've won eight, nine games in a row. But the thing is that you're playing games where technically you're playing good. You're playing good football. People are having fun again. All That's right. why I said You know how to get the people back because, you know, no one was watching the Italian team anymore. He knows how to get the Italian team, the Italian fans back to watching games. He got a lot of young players. Now we have young, talented players. Really, really good. For the last 10 years, we didn't have much. After 2006, we had a blackout for about 14 years. Now we have big players. Now I told him that I said, listen, you're going to win the Euro. We're gonna win the euro again. Love the you. Got a fanta- you got a fantastic team. You got you got experience, you got youth, and you got big quality players. And that's you know, we haven't had that in a long time. So uh, finally the Italian team is where it should be.
1: Excellent, excellent. I love your input, how you put everything together. Um, do you think um, players like Beratti, Giorgino, Immobile could could play a huge impact in and and meeting those um, goals for the Zuri?
4: Guy, well, you know, Immobile just won the d'Oro now, you know. So, he's in a fantastic form, uh, you know. Uh, we need him next year. We need him next year, 100%. Uh, Zaniolo broke his knee. Chiellini had a lot of problems, you know, with his, sure. with his knee too. Yeah. So, at the end, they were lucky that the, the Euro wasn't this year. So, it's going to be one year. So, they should be fit, Yeah. Know? Uh Immobile should be scoring again. I don't see why he shouldn't be. Maybe he's not going to score 38 goals, 36 goals, but, you know. And, you know, we, I have Verratti from PSG, Jorginho. You know, they're playing in big clubs. So you got experience. And I think finally we have, you know, everything, uh, you know, to, to – I don't know if we're going to win the Euro, but to play, you know, face-to-face yeah. with France because I think France is still out of the 24 players in the team that have the most biggest players. But, you know, you, 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 you can play face-to-face with them, you know, without starting the game, you know, you're going to lose.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well said, Chris. Thank you for your input. Hugh?
3: Um, Yeah. So speaking on Ciro Immobile, obviously he had a wonderful season uh, winning the golden boot. Um, As yourself being an Italian center forward who's won a scoring award, the Pichichi Trophy in Spain, uh, can you speak on how uh, how, how big of an impact Immobile's golden boot winning season in the Serie A will have on the Italian game and how much it speaks to both his individual quality and the quality of, of football in Italy.
4: Well, you know, what do you want me to say? I think the Serie A is still the hardest goal-scoring competition. I think for strikers, it's the hardest competition to score goals. I've always said that. Even if the Serie A in the last five, eight years hasn't been the Serie a that we used, used to have, but it's very still very hard to score because it's it's more a defensive league. You defensive, so, yes. Uh, of course, you know, so, and it's always going to be like that. You can't just change mentality in a couple of years, you know. So, you got, you know, young coaches that want our tech and that's amazing, like Sassuolo. You know, you got these teams that, you know, like Atalanta are phenomenal. You've got these, you know, but you still got a lot of the Italian coaches that, you know, first thing they want to defend. So, to score those many goals is just incredible, you know. You really can't say anything because, you know, he's shown everything this year, you know, and... Uh, He's a player very hard to catch because he's always on the move, you know. So, he's not the mm-hmm. typical center forward that stays there and you know normally where he's going to go, you know. Once one one time he's on the right, he's on the left. You never, you never know where he is. So, he's very tricky. A modern striker. Very, yes, and he's very good, you know, on the, on the, in front of the goalkeeper, you know. And you have to be, if you're going to score last I think 30 goals, something like that. And this year, another 36, you know, <laughs> last year, maybe 25, 30. I don't remember now. But, you know, when you score these these goals, that means that, you know, you're good. So, uh, we need him fit next year for the whole season. He's going to be in the Champions League with Lazio, and you know, let's see what happens. But I think you know he deserved to win the the scar the golden boot. Uh, All and, you know, he, Yeah, he beat you know Messi. You got Ronaldo. You got Lewandowski. Mm. You got you got big players. You know. Yeah. And you know to score the, those goals, that I means you're you know you're a, you're a top player.
2: With a team that is not as powerful as the other powerhouses that you mentioned, like Barcelona, Juventus.
4: I, I agree. You know. Yeah. Uh, no. Barcelona, Barcelona, you know, you know, you know that 99% of the times they're going to win the league or, you know, the Champions League, you're always there, you know, they're,
1: they're yeah. The biggest players. Mm-hmm.
4: to, yeah, of course, you know, like Real Madrid, the same. Bayern, Bayern the same, you know, you, you're going to have just at home, they have at least 10 chances a game, easy, all those teams at home, you know, with 100,000 people, of course you're going to score goals. You still have to score them, you know, but for Lazio, that it's a team that is trying to win in the Champions League, To score those goals, that means you're playing a football and attacking football, you know? So I think it's very important for, you know, for Lazio and for Immobile.
0: Hey, Mr. Vieri. Um, just had a quick question from my end. Um, I know you played for a lot of big clubs, such as Juve, and um, I mentioned it with Inter Milan and Lazio, but I know Inter is where you spent most of your years um, as a as long tenure. So I just kind of wanted to ask you, what do you think of the project that uh, Antonio Conte is putting over there, especially with like Lukaku and um, Christian Eriksen and, and Laturo Martinez and... Um, and also just kind of, what do you think? Do you think they're just like a piece or two away from like being true contenders for a Champions League title? Or just kind of want to what ask you, you your thoughts on that.
4: Uh, you know, when, when I speak on TV, I'm very honest, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to see Inter win, you know, the championship, the the the, the league in Italy. Champions League, they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Lukaku, I said at the beginning of the year, he's the best player, in, one of the best strikers in Europe. Uh, and they, everyone, everyone told me, Eh, but he's not, you know, he doesn't score enough. I said, he doesn't score enough because in England, they train, they train, they don't train like we train in Italy. Conte makes you train, makes you lose weight. He's going to make you fit 100%. So for a guy that, like him that weighs already more than 100 kilos, he's going to make him like like a machine, you know. He's going to cut the edges out. He's going to lose kilos. He's going to put muscles, He's going to become very quick. Yeah, that's what happened this year. He trains like like a you know trains like like a marine every day, you know, and that's what he has to do to play like the way he's playing. He scores 30 goals the first year. Not a lot, not a lot of players do that in league, you know. So yes. Uh I think he's never trained like this in his whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh he needed Antonio Conte Inter uh I think from Juventus and Inter there's you know there's always competition. Yeah, they're not that far, but they're not that close. Because, you know, Juve have 20, 24 big, big players. You know what I mean? Like, they've got Higuaini on the bench. And for me, Higuaini is one of the top five in the world. And he's on the bench. You know, you got Ronaldo mm-hmm. that scores 31 31 goals, and he's 35 years old. You've got Dybala. So, you know, you got big, you got Douglas Costa, you got Quadrat, you've got big players. I think Juventus, uh, Inter have to buy another four or five big players, big players,
0: <laughs> so and then you can say, okay,
4: yeah, let's let's try and win the, the Italian league and let's see what we can do in Europe. You know what I mean? Because you know, like we saw at Atalanta, anything can happen, you know. So yeah. uh, but they need I think another four or five big players to compete with, with Juventus, no.
0: And uh, one more quick question, Mr. Vieri for my and I'll finish it off with me with myself here. I'm a big soccer jersey collector and I have a bunch of jerseys in my closet. I wanted to ask you, who's been your favorite soccer jersey swap? Uh, I know you got to have a bunch of jerseys that you swap players with. So I wanted to ask you who's been your favorite to swap jerseys with in your career.
4: I think I have two, three thousand shirts somewhere. Whoa. (laughs) Amazing. I don't know where. I got to find them. But you know what? Uh, I don't know. The the best one, I have no idea. There's too Uh, many to
0: name. Too many big (laughs) legends.
4: Like, I, I used to change with all my teammates, all my friends. Sorry, all my friends, you know, so, I have Inzaghi, I have Shevchenko, I have Maldini, I have uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo was playing with me, so uh, I have a lot of shirts. You know, I got to I got to go have a look at them, and then I'll let you guys. I'll start yeah, posting sure. them on my Instagram. <laughs> Please do. And I'll, start, I'll start showing people the shirts that I have. No, you know which one I have? 1991, Torino. Van, Torino against Milan. I have Van Basten's one.
1: Oh, no name oh, what a legend. legend! Oh my goodness, Marco Van Basten. Because wow,
4: those days there was no names on the back, right? So what happens? I played twenty minutes. Like I was seventeen years old. I played twenty minutes, nice. and then the game finishes. I go to Marco. and say, Marco, can we swap shirts? He says, Yeah, underneath, you know, there where we go in. So I said, Okay, and then I said to myself, You know, he's probably not going to give it to me. So I go in there, and he's waiting for me, and we swap nice. shirts.
0: Wow, what a story! So,
4: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna post that one there, <laughs> Yes, sir, you have yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> we got to see the collection, Mister Vieri. Yeah, Legendary I'm gonna show you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna make Mr. you guys jealous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i bet you you would mr chris i know most of your most of your goals came at um during um, inter milan which you had 103 goals at 143 appearances that it's amazing maestro but me uh, as a as a fan on the personal level uh the goal that i that i enjoy the most of christian Vieri was that um no look no angle goal that you score on your only season at léctico madrid versus Paok at a European competition uh, and I yeah. want to add this ladies and gentlemen that Mr Christian Bobobieri, on the only season that he played like Tico Madrid scored 24 goals out of 24 appearance that is amazing congratulations but but soccer world and us we would like to know what is your most memorable goal
4: listen like when I speak with Inzaghi because he's a psycho like me, yes. <laughs> he says, "Bobo, when they ask us our best goal, we've got to say all of them," <laughs> <laughs> because you know we're lunatics. So even the goal one meter from the from the from the line for us is beautiful.
0: They all yeah. need love. You know, they right? only need love.
4: It, it's all so love. All our goals are, are love. It just it's if you don't play at a high level. If you play at a, at a high level, like you know the maximum level, and you're a striker, you gotta score every, every, every game. You gotta score always. Every goal is love, you know. So I can't say one. Of course, there's nicer goals than others, like the the one against uh, Pauk, the one against uh, Buffon that I put today on my Instagram. Yes. <laughs> you know, you got a, you got a lot of goals, but like like I was to him, we're in love with all our goals.
1: Thank you, and you are such a great striker. We miss seeing you on the pitch. Uh, wow, amazing goals! I know it's hard for you to choose you, one out of the hundreds that have you that have you score it, 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 every every season on every team. The season you play a lot with Marcelo Salas and winning the chip that that was amazing, and and once again. Thank you for being here. And we're not saying goodbye, but thank you. It's just, we're overwhelmed no having worries. you. Thank you. Such a, such a great player you are. <laughs> Huge. Thank you, guys. Well, thank
2: you. We have We have one last question to wrap things up. I yes, know you mentioned Ecuador. You. I know that you mentioned Ecuador and you know, I'm wearing the Ecuadorian shirt for a reason. Uh, going, going into the World Cup for Ecuador, you know, the, the, for the first time, it was a big stage. And one of the things they say, we have to watch out for El Toro Vieri. We have to watch out. So my, my question is, you know, um, obviously you scored in that game. Uh, what, what were some memories that you have from that first game for Italy in the World Cup? And what were your expectations of the Ecuadorian national team?
4: Well, listen, it's always hard to play against South American teams, you know? So, there's no. the thing is that there's no easy games to the World Cups, so, you know? We knew yeah, they that we were going to be coming. We, we knew that we were going to be coming. Like, a lot of people say, hey, you're going to play against Ecuador. You're going to play against this team. But people don't understand that when you play a World Cup, it's the biggest sports achievement yeah. in your life for a soccer player. So, it's a huge you've got the whole, of course, you've got the whole Ecuador country watching you. We've got the whole of the Italians watching us, you know? So, you have to give everything you have, so there's no easy games, you know. There's no easy games, and uh, you know we said, like we said, guys, it's it's a South American team, so they're going to be very, very hard, very physically. They're not going to want to lose. Like no one wants to lose the first game of the World Cup, you know. So yeah, exactly. you got if you prep, you you got to prep, you got to do your preparation. You got to concentrate on the games. You got to know who the strikers are. You got to know the way the way they they move you know so we had a couple of videos you know here and there you know corner kicks free kicks and uh, you know i was like that we scored you know two two goals in what 10 15 minutes something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but you know it's not it's it's not easy you know and when you don't when you don't you don't prepare you're gonna have a hard time against any team in the world you know so
1: sure
4: when ecuador was was a good strong physical team they all play because all the south americans play good football you know they both got good technique you know so we knew that was going to be very hard. Mm. And, you know, you, you, the first game of the World Cup, you cannot make mistakes, you know. Correct. you got to win that game just so you can breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the second and third games, you're going to be without, without oxygen, you know. exactly.
1: Yeah, it gives and, you a good you breather know, for the next course, game. You know, yeah.
4: so, of course, of course, you know. So you can play the second game and can be relaxed. But you have to be well-trained and prepared to win the first game. That is, for me, always the most important. Yeah.
2: Very and true. We always love that competitive mentality that you have and yes. we've seen it over the years uh, with your resume and your whole experience. We want to really thank you for being uh, in our show. This is our first uh, actual legend in the show so we truly appreciate you for that. Molto pecero. I think the guys want to say something uh, before we wrap it up.
0: Mr. Vieri, how can, uh, the, how can the fans find you? Uh, what's your Twitter handle, your Insta? How can they find you? Just no, to-
4: my, my Instagram, Christian Vieri, Christian Vieri Official. Or maybe just Christian Vieri. I don't know. I have to have a look. No problem. Just type in Vieri. You'll you'll find
0: it. You you can't.
4: You find the blue dot there.
0: So I'm okay. Mr. Vieri, thank you you so much for your time. Thank you so much. We hope we we have you back again soon. And thank you so much. Okay. All right, fellas. Mr. Christian Vieri. Episode two. We had to do it right. That was the interview right there. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And fellas, just say your quick outros on before we kind of wrap up.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, everyone just make sure to check us out on our social media platforms. Definitely look at our Instagram, Soccer Subs podcast, our Twitter, also Soccer Subs podcast, and soon to be YouTube channel, where we'll be posting, you know, the best clips from our interviews. and, And maybe at the end of the season, we'll give you guys a gift and we'll post our 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 favorite moments from the podcast we'll see depending yeah. depending on how much love you guys show on this episode you know
2: <laughs> i like gifts so maybe well, yeah. i'm gonna put we'll myself take it in into w-
3: consideration <laughs> we'll take it into consideration but yeah make sure to make sure to check us out everywhere um listen to us on spotify apple music subscribe on apple music leave us a five-star rating on apple music i mean why not yeah it's why not <laughs>
2: Yeah, please, please, please make sure to uh, hit that follow button. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Soccer Subs. Uh, like I said again, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys. Uh, coming up, I don't know, two, two French teams, two German teams. It's going to be fun to see, fun semifinals. Mm-hmm.
1: So we're definitely going to talk on that. And thank you so much for being in the Soccer
0: Subs. Yeah, Soccer World. Um, thank you for to- joining us in episode two. Thank you guys for the support. Let's do it. Episode three coming soon. Everyone be safe.